Now the story of a movie podcast with nothing to lose and the one host who still chose to keep it all together. It's Synchronicity. This is Destin. Hi, everybody. I'm Destin, your host. I guess uh, somehow I ended up being the Michael Bluth of this situation. I don't know how I feel about that. I mean, I guess that I do have to put up with an awful lot of uh, issues with my very diva-ish co-host, Kobe. Yeah, that's Uh, that's Speaking of which, Kobe, how are you doing? I am doing fine. I was doing fine until you called me a diva. I don't know how to feel about that, so, you know. Well, you, you are a diva, Kobe. You got to be the Ron Howard in this situation. I had to be relegated to, you know, Michael Bluth. So, I mean, I, you're looking pretty, uh, pretty lucky over there. Why don't you try doing a Ron Howard impression? And if you think you're so good at it, then you can be the diva. I don't care. (laughs) No, we had you do the, the intro because your Ron Howard impression is the only one that is close to passable. (laughs) Okay. That's what I thought. That's what I thought. (laughs) And yet, here I am having to, to, I guess, hold everything together. And, and it isn't entirely wrong. I, I, I do have to hold an awful lot together with this podcast. Uh, Kobe is just constantly and frantically throwing up his arms and complaining about every little thing. And uh, True that, it's, true that. It's, it's an awful lot of work, you know? <laughs> Well, anyway, everybody, hopefully all of our listeners are are doing well, you know, staying warm, staying uh, COVID free, staying mentally sane in this very interesting landscape of 2021 that we live in. You know, I mean, last episode was sort of a a mental health bulletin. Uh, This episode, not so much, but... You know, I, I, we are, we're always looking out for you guys and, and hopefully, hopefully you're, you're all still ticking and, and not losing your heads. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm certainly mentally well, I don't know about you, but I mean, what, what, what really is mentally well, Kobe? Uh, I don't want to get a, we, we just talked about mental health. We, we got to do something different, you know? I mean, I, I agree, but my, my point being, how do you define like actual mental wellness? It's, it's a, it's a tough target to define. Uh, yeah. I, I mean, if you're asking me how I'm doing, you know, I, I, I realized the, the diva Kobe probably doesn't mm. really care about how I'm doing as much as I care about how he's doing. Of course. But I'm doing, I'm doing pretty well. I'm That's doing good. pretty well. <laughs> It's good to hear. You know, we have a we have a, a a little bit of a different episode for all of you this week. We're uh, going to be trying some new things. Mm. Uh, we actually uh, right away. I want to get this out uh, out in, in front of everything else. Uh, we did not watch a movie this week. This week will be a special sort of episode where we will be that is Kobe and I recommending you uh, ten series, five picks each from the both of us. 10 series that are currently available on the various streaming services right now that you can binge. You know, I mean, I, everyone hopefully is, is still doing their best to quarantine and stay safe. And that means that you still have a surplus of time. And uh, what, what better way to spend that time than with a excellent, excellent 
you know, old prestige TV series or one of the many like newer, interesting Netflix miniseries. Mm. But before we get into all of that, uh, listeners will remember that in episode two, Kobe and I ran down a few news stories that we found and that we thought were interesting or entertaining. And, you know, it's, it's episode six now, and I was thinking we usually we just jump right into the the movie topic and we we don't weave a lot of like current information into our our narrative we just go right into that movie dialogue and Mm. i thought it might be interesting if we made a regular segment out of some interesting news stories so to that end i have had uh, our other good friend kai uh, he he is actually going to be joining us this week for the first time. He has picked several interesting news stories that he's going to be presenting to Kobe and I. We've looked into some of these a little bit, but you're going to get like our, our sort of raw reactions. Kai, you there? Uh, yes, I am, Dustin. Uh, thank you for having me. Yeah, of of course. I've been trying to figure out a way to get you on here for a very long time. I'm I'm glad that we could think of a of a role for you. And and in fact, in in thinking of a role for you, uh, we actually have a a, a secret project. Uh, a secret is, project, you say? Yeah, a secret project that uh, you and I have been working on that we can't announce just yet. But it uh it uh it's sort of a spinoff of of this show and i i think it's going to be really entertaining for any of our listeners but anyway kai how are you doing why don't you uh why don't you present your news uh, i'm doing fantastic it's uh it's been a beautiful day here um wanted to also say hello kobe i i, I know hello. you're over there yeah hello H- how are you doing there okay not, forget about that we've already went over that <laughs> um I, I do got a couple stories i got i got a couple news stories um Dustin, I think you'll find some of them interesting, like you said, uh, you know, but I'm just going to go ahead and get straight into it. Uh, I believe this is one of your favorites. Um, Heyo Miyazaki is returning back to making film. Yeah. Re- have you caught one to that? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I have seen it. I'm, uh, you're all right. I'm, I'm very excited uh, to hear this. Heyo Miyazaki was a, a huge part of my childhood, as was Studio Ghibli. So the fact that he is making a return to directing is is very exciting. His last movie, The Wind Rises, was really a, a, an excellent send-off for him, but I'm, of course, excited to see whatever he's going to bring next. Hmm. Kobe, have you seen a lot of his movies? Uh, yeah, I think um, Howl's Moving Castle, to me, always stuck with me, I think, the longest. Um, I was in a Japanese class in... in when I was in school. So uh, I got to watch like Totoro and, and Spirited Away and uh, uh, Kiki's Delivery Service. But uh, yeah, uh, Miyazaki's movies have always had a pretty special place in my heart too. I think they're all at least great films, honestly, and or at least all the ones that I've seen. Well, great films and, and utterly beautiful. I mean, you're hard-pressed to find another another animation studio that produces work on the quality of Ghibli. I, Absolutely. I think. Okay. Uh, moving on to the next one. Um, 
this might sound kind of mean, but I'm I'm sad that he's back. Uh, we we have the we have, we have the new look of Jared Leto's Joker. Um, I believe we were looking at this earlier. I shared the pictures with you guys. Unfortunately, we don't have video yet. But uh, I mean, props to them. We're, we got rid of the tattoos and the the grill, so we are making progress. Um, sorry to say, still not a fan. What, what, what's your thoughts on that one? Yeah, well, uh, like you said, you shared the pictures with us, and I, of course, as Kobe and I have previously stated on the on the first episode of this podcast, we're very excited, not at all sarcastically, for the Snyder Cut. Uh, every piece of news that comes out about the Snyder Cut just makes it even more exciting. You know, I mean, the the fact that they're adding like almost an hour of content, and it's it's black and white now for like no good reason. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's he's producing what is probably going to be the epitome of film noir. You know, I, I mean, who can argue with the genius of the man who had Superman level the entirety of Metropolis and in, in the very first origin movie? Mm. He had to do it. Okay, he had no choice there. <laughs> yeah, he ha- he had to do it. He had to show Superman killing someone immediately. You know, I mean, Superman. Let's uh, of course say, typically, typically in the comics, didn't kill. Some storylines, sure, but you know, here comes Zach with his uh, big, big, uh, big reveal. Well. You have to have murder in a movie made for adults. And if there's anything that Zack Snyder's films are made for, it's it's adults. Uh, That's why this next one's going to be in black and white. It's going to be extra long. It'll probably be a beautiful reflection of mental health. I mean, truly, it's I'm just so excited. I'm so excited. Definitely going to win some awards. (laughs) And yeah, I mean, and you know what? It's going to deserve every award that it wins. I mean, best picture can can a a re-release of a movie that came out in, in what was it 2018 2017 can can that actually win best picture i don't know it should <laughs> right am i am i off base there i'd absolutely have to agree <laughs> yeah yeah i, mean, I agree I, I just have no doubt that zach snyder is about to bring us like you know cinema gold here anyway though the as i was saying we looked at these pictures of Jared Leto and God knows why Zack Snyder decided on top of every other creative decision that he was making in the Snyder cut, why he decided he should bring back arguably the most divisive and disliked Joker that has been put on the big screen. I I don't understand it at all. Like Kai said, uh, you know, it's an improvement because the tattoos are gone, but especially with the film being black and white, he just kind of looks like he's cosplaying Marilyn Manson to me, mm. or or the girl from The Grudge. I I don't know. I think my favorite part about it is that I don't really like Jared Leto's like version of the Joker, but he still hasn't gotten an actual like big Joker role. I mean, the Joker plays a pretty big role in The Dark Knight, and that's why Heath Ledger's portrayal of him was... It's its like one of the best. You know, people consider it like that, and he has a lot of screen time. Uh, Jared Leto's Joker barely got any in Suicide Squad, and now he's just being, like, 
edited into an already existing movie. He doesn't even get anything like for himself. It feels like, and I don't really care. Um, it's just, it's just silly to me. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's definitely an odd choice. I mean, he he was well within his ability to just cast a new Joker, but I, I do believe, if I'm not entirely incorrect, that they are making a standalone Joker movie with Jared Leto. So, I mean, you know, a, a, another weird situation here because we obviously have the relatively and arguably popular uh, Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie. And and so then isn't it just a bit odd that we now have this Joker played by Joaquin Phoenix, who is his own standalone universe, and now we're, we're bringing in Jared Leto to continue this, you know, whatever <laughs> D- greater DC cinematic universe Joker in his own movie. Uh, the DC comic book movies are nothing but confusing to me. Yeah, it's like there's there's all these different universes that are colliding and you don't really know which one is is which. And like I think the MCU is moving into like multiverses soon. So there's going to be multiple Spider-Mans and stuff like that, but it kind of gets confusing when you have one of the most hated jokers in Jared Leto's performance and I think a lot of people really 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 love uh Joaquin Phoenix's portrayal even though i guess in my opinion that movie is more destined to be a non-joker film really it shouldn't take place in in the dc universe at all but it's it's just too much i i fully expect them to to recast batman 2 and when ben affleck doesn't want to do it anymore it's just going to be too much i don't know well don't forget we're getting a, a Robert Pattinson Batman movie. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah. Ben Affleck is, I'm pretty sure after the Snyder cut completely done with Batman as it is. So we're getting Pattinson after this. <laughs> Good God. Yeah. No, I mean, like I said, nothing but confusing. I, you, you're right about Marvel doing the, uh, like, you know, greater multiverse kind of concept. And I am sure that they can probably make it work. And there's a precedent for it in the Marvel comics, mm-hmm. you know, say what you will about Marvel, but w- where they really have a leg up on DC is in their planning. Mm-hmm. You know, the MCU w- was really well executed and planned out and, and seen through. Mm-hmm. Now compare that to what DC has done. <laughs> And it's not, it's it's just completely messy. Yeah. So, you know what? I actually, as as I've stated before, I have not seen Justice League, but I really, genuinely, all sarcasm aside, do want to watch the Snyder Cut because it's kind of like watching uh, a car accident happen in front of you. <laughs> you know, I'm sure there's going to be a lot of people who are going to love it. Mm-hmm. Maybe I should go in with a good mindset, but everything I've seen from Zack Snyder has just been a, a, a grossly action-heavy mess. Mm. I, can I interject for a moment? Yeah, I, I think, I think personally, maybe we're just going to head um, 
through with the multiverse theory and then maybe they could just do one big movie and we could just have all the jokers and all the batmans and they can just like fight it out and you know whoever wins can, can, can be the real one <laughs> what, a, what a what a wonderful idea yeah, yeah. Let, let, let's take and we the, can have snyder direct it let's take the the matt phillips serious joker portrayed by joaquin phoenix and put him right alongside jared leto as as jared leto flashes his grill <laughs> Let's get uh, yeah. While we're at it, maybe Nicholson can come out. Yeah, and, yeah. Right now, CGI in uh, in in. Uh... Oh my God! Never mind. <laughs> That's oh awful. no! That's... Finish the thought. Finish the thought. Seriously. Oh. Go on, no. say it. They shouldn't. They shouldn't. You, you no, they should. Now. You started it. Finish it. Come on, Kobe. Okay, so. I mean, hey, look. The the technology exists. They brought back Tupac. So you want them to bring back Heath Ledger? You were the one who said it, not me. But you know what? The rest of this isn't such poor taste. If they were to do that, then why not? Right? That that would be awful. That would be so bad. I I, but I think think of the money. <laughs> we'd be living in a simulation if that happened. No, oh. th- this is a very real possibility. You are <laughs> you are completely off base if you think that this is not a reasonable possibility. Yeah, well then I guess I'll I'll just pray that it never happens. Anyway, I mean, Kai, your idea is is, is great. This is probably about the only way that they're fixing the DC cinematic universe at this point. Yeah, just we'll just have them kind of all duke it out. Most of them will die, and it'll just kind of be like a reset. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, yeah, it's a brilliant I'm idea. Hundred percent, actually, genuinely excited to watch the Snyder cut. Cause I really want to see how much of a mess it actually ends up being not excited for like the four hour plus runtime. Not really. Uh, but I'm sure it's going to be entertaining in, in, in some capacity and, and truthfully, maybe, maybe there's a way that uh, we might do an episode on it. You know, Kai, uh, what's our next news story? I don't think it's a maybe do an episode on it. It's a must. It's a must do episode on it. But anyways, <laughs> come on now. Uh, next news story came across this one. Looks like, uh, do you remember a few months back over, I believe it was in Philadelphia, uh, president was going to have a conference of some sort. He was going to have the other gentleman there. I am blanking on the name. Can you help me out? Uh, I believe uh, that would be uh, Rudolph Giuliani. Yes. Him. Uh, Anyways, conference is going to be held at the Four Seasons. Um, turns out it was at a Four Seasons Total Landscaping. It was like, you know, backdrop was garages. It was just kind of weird. Thinking there's some sort of mix-up. Anyways, that is going to get a documentary about it. Um, looks like they're going to have talks with the owner uh, as well as their head of sales. So maybe we can get some insight into that crazy situation. I think um, I think it'll be quite the comedy. What are your thoughts on that? Well, you know, at this point, Rudy Giuliani, you know, he, he, he is a star, right? Like, we can't take that away from him. He is a star. So a, a documentary about something that he was so integral in being a part of really makes sense. And, you know, some people would consider Borat, too, to be a documentary. I am. I was just going to say. Yeah, I'm one of those people. Borat, too, was fantastic. And Rudy Giuliani, he really, he really brought his all. To that, As you uh, said, he was a star. Yeah, yeah. He he was he was the star of that movie, and his role in that movie was just fantastic. And so, 
you know this this if it, if it's like a character study on on Rudy Giuliani's involvement in in the 2020 election and onwards to the stop the steal movement i'm really excited for that you know i i hope we get a an arc for all of these giuliani moments you know his covid diagnosis all the 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 fear that i'm i'm sure we all went through when we thought there was a chance that you know rudy you know our our our, our wonderful uh, mayor of america was not going to be with us anymore and you know they could they could cover the 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 running hair dye mini episode that, that would be a, a good moment <laughs> this will be a long running um a long running show there, there's too many arcs it's going to be hard to keep up this is going to be like the next simpsons we're, we're just going to have hours and hours worth of content and um, i mean there's there's no one in uh, american politics and i mean is he He's not a politician, of course, but I mean, you can't say that there hasn't been some level of political impact uh, directly coming from Rudy Giuliani and, and his his decisions. So, I mean, there's no there's no better character in in American history to to make a documentary about. Even though I get, you know, this is a documentary on the the Four Seasons mix up, which. Take out Rudy Giuliani from this movie. That's still going to be hilarious because everything that I have heard about the mix-up just sounds like it would be made up. It sounds like something that like they would come up with on SNL. It doesn't sound real. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I say more power to him. Do a documentary. I'm excited. There are a ton of stories within the last uh, couple years that you would look at and say are not real, uh, but in fact they are. It's uh, yeah. Cody, you, time. you haven't shared your thoughts on this. Uh, I know you don't watch a lot of documentaries. Are you gonna watch this one? What What are your thoughts on this? Um, I mean, I like I like political dramas, and uh, this seems about as dramatic as it gets. I don't uh, <laughs> I don't even know how to feel because, as you said, it doesn't feel real feels like we're in a fever dream sometimes um and this is one of those moments that just felt straight out of a sitcom like seinfeld yeah. so. if if you told me that the last four years of american politics have actually been uh the the resurrection of veep for like a seventh season i wouldn't even be surprised and and i would quite frankly welcome Mike Pence as as the main character of a new of a new sitcom. He's a real good character, you know. He's he's something. Yeah, I mean, I, I I'm sure that I'm sure that outside of uh, his his cold and icy political demeanor, I'm sure he's a real comedian. So I I I, I think he could carry a sitcom on his back. <laughs> that uh. That dead face that he made in Borat really signifies that, I think. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, somehow we neglected to have any uh, discussion on Borat 2 on this podcast. That was because it, it came out a little before we started. Uh, Borat 2 really was uh, fantastic. Not as good as the first one, I don't think. But at the same time, uh, the political moment that we're living in is just... <laughs> so insane that 
I don't know that any kind of parody really does it justice. Sasha Baron Cohen is probably <laughs> getting as close as you can get. Mm. But uh, anyway, uh, Kai, what's our next news story? Uh, let's see. The next one I got is um, Gina Carano, one of the stars of The Mandalorian. Um, have, have you watched that all the way through? I have not. I, I have not justified the purchase of Disney Plus yet. I, I I think we're inundated under way too many streaming services. And I, I'm interested in The Mandalorian, even though I've definitely cooled on Star Wars in recent years. I mean, I used to be a huge Star Wars nerd back in the day, but I mean, there's nothing that they're really doing with Star Wars that's all that exciting now. Um, but maybe someday yeah i mean hey dustin if you ever need a reason to get disney plus it's endless endless disney tv movies uh lemonade mouth uh building a better boyfriend hello well is high school musical on there probably (laughs) if high school musicals on there i might just have to reconsider my stance (laughs) I, I do believe it is on there. Uh, me personally, Disney Plus for the Toy Story movies. Um, but what I was going to mention was um, I, I might actually, I have not actually seen The Mandalorian yet. Thinking about starting it, I've heard that it's pretty good. Um, obviously, it seems to be everybody's loving it. But the star of the show um, seems to have recently. Well, she, she, put is out she some... a star or. She's. Huh? She's a star. She's not the star. She's not <laughs> the star. Mandalorian. <laughs> no, she's not the Mandalorian. What if it was her the whole time? <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, he is helmeted, right? <laughs> I haven't seen it, but I mean, I'm not I mean, judging. Hey, yeah, dude, I, I ain't seen the show. Maybe she is the Mandalorian for all I know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't really know why we're covering this story, considering the fact that none of us have seen the Mandalorian. But wait, so I actually just... <laughs> do, because go on, and, go on and finish the... the rest of the thought here. <laughs> Is Gina Carano the Mandalorian? <laughs> we don't know because we haven't seen the fucking show. <laughs> well, and and I don't know if we'll ever get an answer to that question now. Why is that, Kai? <laughs> All right. Uh, well, because she got cut from the show. Um, yeah, why? Why did she get cut? <laughs> she got cut from the show because she uh, apparently had some. Um, I mean, let's just come out with it. They, they were some some pretty horrible tweets. So, but. Lucky for her, it seems like she's going to bounce back. She actually is going to, um, she seems to be with working with, uh, I believe you may have heard of him, Ben Shapiro <laughs> from The Daily Wire, who, oh. um, I mean, I guess, I don't know, is he making movies now? What's what's going on with him? I don't, I, he's not somebody I follow? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Can, you know, Ben Shapiro, who, who would have thought that uh, Ben Shapiro... You know, such the wonderful man that he is that he was going to turn around and and become this this little movie man, you know, and and I really do mean little little movie. Uh, he, he's he's Mr. Paramount over here all of a sudden. And, uh, you know, his 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 nice little company, The Daily Wire, is uh, is producing all these movies. And, I, you know, that's that's really why I wanted uh, Kai to bring up this story because it, it, it segues into uh, this other little movie that uh, The Daily Wire 
ha- actually released recently. And I, you know what? I think somehow, some way, there there is a chance that we may do an episode on on, on this movie as well. But uh, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. What's up? <laughs> I would like to cut in for a minute. Okay, let me tell you what's up. Okay, there's nothing little about this movie. This is a big movie, big movie, big stars. Okay, it's gonna do big things. Tell me about the movie. <laughs> okay, yeah, I mean, I, you you just heard it there, folks. I mean, obviously, we we definitely have to find a way to uh, to make it a part of our show. There, there's no avoiding it. The the movie in question, brand new here, movie coming from Big Ben Shapiro. <laughs> <laughs> the the movie in question is uh, Run, Hide, <laughs> Fight, which if I had to, uh, if I had to like summarize this movie in in one word, well not not one word, but in in in, in a sentence, uh, I would I guess describe it as teenage diehard, or uh, I I don't know. Do any of you have better descriptors? I mean, I feel I, like that's I, a pretty accurate one. I got one. I got one. What, what is it? And I'm going to go ahead and do it in one word. Okay. Classic. <laughs> okay. I, mean, I, I don't, I don't, I don't disagree. You know, all I, three of us, we, uh, we hadn't seen this trailer and you know, I've, there are, uh, other certain podcasts that, uh, I, I don't need to bring up on our show, but that I, I do listen to and, you know, they, uh, they did the dirty work of investigating this movie and really getting into it. And, I, I had to bring it after, after I after I saw the trailer. I had to bring it to my my good friend's attention, and uh, you know, like I was saying, uh, teenage diehard is a, is a really accurate descriptor, and and so is classic high, high school. Destin, Destin, what high school zero dark thirty? That's what I was thinking of. <laughs> high school zero dark thirty. I mean, wow. there, there's about a million of these. High school Blackhawk down. <laughs> Uh, I, high school saving Private Ryan. I mean, it, <laughs> the intensity in in this trailer is palpable. Can I ask a question? Can I ask a question? Now, are those in the same line as High School Musical? <laughs> are they? Do they also star Zac Efron? Yeah, I don't know. It, I'm just. I I I heard of High School Musical. You bring. I up have a not movie. heard of the other ones. You you bring up a good question, Kai. Is Run Hide Fight part of the High School Musical? Cinematic universe, possibly. Wow, mind blown. <laughs> Just because they both take place at a high school, yeah, definitely. So, so run Why hide did nobody fight. Dance? Run run hide fight is is the Daily Wire's new movie all about an intense subject that you know I think a, a lot of people don't really feel good about broaching, and that would be school shootings. Now, in Ben Shapiro's own words, he, you know, his, his opinion is that the, the conservative zeitgeist around movies has always been a little bit like, you know, in, in the vein of the Hallmark movies, you know, not very exciting, hmm. not like, not like real movies. Right. Right. So I guess, you know, school shootings, they're, they're not an easy subject, but Maybe, maybe we can get there if we make them into really intense '90s esque action movies. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So I, I guess, uh, you know, background on this movie, uh, main character, uh, it's, I guess, senior prank day at her school and this school shooting event starts and she, in essence, becomes John McClane and she starts, there's like this whole gang of school shooters, I guess, and she uses the pranks around the school to fight them <laughs> i don't know it, it it seems to me a little bit like they're they're definitely trying to promote the the i the concept of running and or fighting over just hiding that the, the the it's a sort of narrative that's been pushed in in the last couple of uh actual you know real and and very sad uh shooting situations that have happened I, a lot of mm-hmm um laws and requirements and procedures have changed and and so uh, you know i mean i i don't see anything wrong by by i guess inviting people to become john mcclain <laughs> if something like this happens <laughs> i i don't want to come off um as having a hot take here or anything like that but when we were watching the trailer one of the first things I thought was, has anyone that was creating this movie ever seen a real school shooting like happen? Like, do they know anything about it? And I guess the more I think about it and connect it to like past news stories and, and what these uh, people like Ben Shapiro have said about certain school shootings, it's like, oh, yeah, of course not. Um, <laughs> like he, you got this van that just rams through the school wall, not saying it's impossible, of course, not saying it hasn't happened. I'm sure it has. It's just like they turned school shooters into like this, this like gang that's made for school shooting. I don't get it. It's just, it's, it's well, simultaneously and, goofy. And, and the, and, the main antagonist ugh. can, again, I hate to keep beating the diehard horse. It can be described as nothing less than Hans Gruber. Like in every scene in this trailer, they're portraying him as like this, this hard boiled cool guy. He's got like a cigarette and he's like, you know, doing evil monologues to, to the heroine who is, you know, of course running around and beating up his, his henchmen and, and potentially killing them seemingly. Mm. <laughs> And I mean, this trailer is just nuts. You have like hard cuts to uh, guns and, and shooting, of course, but you have like cuts to some dude with a sniper rifle. I don't the thing, Like I said, it's, it's intense. It's intense. I'm pretty sure the, I'm pretty sure the dude with the sniper rifle was her dad. Yeah. 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 That, that is absolutely correct. Yes. Yeah. She had to call for backup. <laughs> right. She had to, she had to call for backup from her, her big, strong, seemingly military man dad <laughs> i i guess i'm just curious seeing all police activity <laughs> you have you have like okay so every every school shooting that takes place now okay not all of them but like best case scenario you get everyone out immediately and whatever you have uh swat teams go in find the shooters uh neutralize the target before they they can hurt anyone that sort of thing but like in this film you have it's like it's like the police don't exist but and yet this is like a this is like a conservative f- movie but you have this girl like sneaking around as if it's 
oh, it's just it's so much it's too much i can't handle it yeah and you know what i really have to commend the the gorilla filmmaking in here i i heard that for all of the the gun action in the movie they actually used blanks and squibs which i mean you you, you never see that anymore and i mean what better way to add to the intensity than actually having little packets of blood e- explode in these teenagers? <laughs> um, what a time I, to be alive uh, and what a time for film. Absolutely. Absolutely. The daily wire is, is, is going to single-handedly reinvent movies as we see them. And, and, and they are, they're going to, to come out here in, in full force and, they're they're going to overtake Hollywood. <laughs> I believe they are, and um, you know the only thing that we can hope for is that they do it in black and white, and they have Snyder direct it. <laughs> and... There we go. We can have we can have Zack Snyder direct the uh, the sequel to this movie. <laughs> Why not, dude? Um, Imagine man. that. Imagine that with like the uh, the cuts from Three Hundred. <laughs> <laughs> oh. You got maybe the... maybe some of the kids can even have Spartan gear. Ooh, okay, Ooh. okay. Now we got now we got a historical drama going on. All right. Well, and I mean, there's, there's layers to this. That would make sense <laughs> at a certain extent. I mean, yeah. the uh, the the conservative movement always seems to like to adopt uh, historical figures and uh, imagery into their movements. But before we move on, I'd be really remiss if if I didn't mention what I think is easily my favorite part of, of this trailer. And I, I would recommend all of our listeners to, to please go watch this trailer, because if nothing else, it, it is entertaining. And you will amaze yourself with the fact that this exists. But there, there is a scene in, the, in this trailer where... The one of the shooters is is walking around in what appears to be the kitchen, and he encounters a lunch lady, and you know she stands up from her hiding place and as she's quivering and as she says, "You should be ashamed of yourself," <laughs> and they they hard cut away from this to to our main protagonist, if you can even really truly call her a protagonist in this case. And, and you hear the gunshot sounds. Obviously, this lunch lady's been shot. It, I, this, I, I can't imagine what they were really thinking with this and like what actual victims of school shootings would think watching something like this. It, it's oh. insane. It seriously is too much. But at the same time, as, as you mentioned... Uh, we're entering a new era. We had the French New Wave. We had the Golden Age of Hollywood, and now we have the the Daily Wire era. Right. The, the, to the add Daily to that, Wire Kobe era is going to save us all. <laughs> Absolutely. To add to that, last thing I'm going to say, then I'm going to head on out of here. Um, don't be surprised when it wins some awards. Well, okay? you know what? And it should. If if the Academy Awards, if if I don't see Ben Shapiro walking up there, oh my god, in in all of his short king glory. To, to accept an Oscar, then I'm going to be really disappointed. i got to be honest. <laughs> we'll have to see how it goes. Anyways, Dustin, Kobe, 
that's all the news I got for you. All right. Th- all right. Thank you very much for uh, joining about. us, uh, yeah. Kai. Hopefully you will uh, continue to join us in, in subsequent episodes. Your uh, assistance with this segment is very much appreciated. Maybe I'll join you again. Maybe I won't. I don't know. We'll okay. see. Well, all right. There you go. Who knows what the future and, holds? And, and, and I guess you're leaving us with a little bit of mystery, aren't you? Yeah, I'm just going to go back to lurking in the shadows and let you guys get to uh, talking about, um, I don't know, whatever it was. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is me signing out. See ya. Goodbye. All right, there was our uh, our news segment. Hopefully a, uh, a a new idea that we will have present in future episodes if it's generally accepted. And uh, I think it's entertaining, if nothing else. Uh, we will now move on to the recommendation segment of this episode. Hey everybody, this is Destin from the future, or maybe the past, depending on how you look at it. This uh, this particular episode got a little long with uh, the experiments that we were trying, so I decided to split it into two parts. This is the end of part one. Part two will be uploaded a week from today. Thank you for listening. We really appreciate it. Hope to catch you next week.